G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson. Welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Here, 2020 weekdays from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. An Aussie adventurer is about to embark on a world-first journey through what's known as the Brooks Range in the Arctic and into some of the most brutal terrain on Earth. It's an expedition that will raise money for Beyond Blue. His name is John Cantor. He's joining us to talk about the expedition. Hello, John. Welcome to 2020. Thanks very much. Great to be on. John, you're going to be embarking on this amazing uh, adventure. You're not new to adventures, but this one is quite a big one, and uh, the issue here is that it is going to be very brutal terrain, and the conditions you'll be venturing in are really hostile. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, this could be the coldest expedition uh, that's ever been embarked on. Um, going to be 1,700 kilometres of skiing, pulling sleds uh, across the Brooks Range uh, in near continual darkness with temperatures dropping down to minus 60. Well, when we think of minus 60, that is so hard to even imagine. Have you been in temperatures minus 60 before? What's it like? No, I've been in around about minus 40. Um, I find that minus 20, 25, that's a very manageable cold. It's definitely cold, but you can, you know, you can still walk around in a pair of jeans and a puffy jacket. Uh, once it goes past minus 30, that's when things start getting really serious. Um, and once you've gotten past 40, 45, um, that's when it's really life-threatening. Small mistakes could uh, cost you your life. As I understand it, it hurts to breathe about minus 20, but uh, minus 60, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, from about minus 45 on, you need to wear a mask, otherwise your lungs can bleed. Um, And I have uh, heard of people's teeth cracking and uh, fillings shrinking and falling out. Wow, okay. Uh, This expedition, it's 1,700 kilometres. It's going to take two months to do. You've done it during summer months, but you've never done this, and no one has ever done this, in this sort of temperatures and conditions that you're about to try. Yeah, the the summer traverse involves 1,000 kilometres of hiking and and 600 kilometres of paddling a kayak. Um, It was by myself with lots of grizzly bears and mosquitoes and all the other animals, uh, and 24 hours daylight. Um, so although it's the same mountain range, similar distance, the expeditions are very different. But so. this, this sort of challenge for you is something that you live for. This is, this is what your makeup is all about. You love this type of challenge. Yeah, it's, it's both a passion and a profession now, fortunately. I'm able to uh, you know, try and make a living out of it. It's not easy, um, but to be able to do something I love is, is you know, I'm really fortunate. And John, interestingly, with these sorts of challenges, uh, it's one way that it helps you to deal with some anxiety issues. And if we're talking about Beyond Blue, the organisation that you're supporting and raising some money for while you're doing this expedition, uh, this is one way that, uh, that you help to keep on top of your own challenges. Uh, yeah, in a way. I, I had my first panic attack the, the night before flying um, to the Brooks Range for my second attempt. It took me four attempts to cross the Brooks Range in summer. And... Uh, 
the, my anxiety condition was one of the main factors in my second and third failure, and I went through a really dark uh, period of my life, um, and then reached out for help and and found a way to manage my anxiety and realized that it was perfectly natural to go through with the risks involved and the dedicating six years of my life to this one goal. Um, and I, I still suffer from panic attacks leading up to these trips, um, but I'm able to manage it. And uh, I became an ambassador for Beyond Blue following my success last year, and I travel Australia giving talks on anxiety and depression. And I'm now raising money uh, for Beyond Blue with this next expedition because uh, they need all the funds that they can get. What happens to you when you are experiencing one of those panic attacks? Um, they used to be really horrific. Um, I would you know, feel nauseous and faint and like the room spinning and, and they would go on for quite a long time, you know, up, up to half an hour or more. Um, but now that I, I'm not so afraid of them, I had become more afraid of, of the panic attacks than the trigger of the panic attacks. Um, but now that I've accepted them, um, I normally get them uh, at night after I've turned the light out. And when they happen, I just turn the light back on and either pull out a book or, you know, put the TV on or whatever and, and just let them happen. And they only last for about five or ten minutes. And it's, you know, it's not pleasant, but it's not the end of the world. Do you handle it in the same way when you're out on your own in the middle of the wilderness, uh, the a, frozen wilderness? As a general rule, you don't really uh, suffer panic attacks um, when you're in a moment of danger. So it's very unlikely that I'll suffer a full-blown panic attack out on the expedition. Um, there's, there are different types of uh, anxiety conditions, but uh, as a, a general definition... Anxiety is the fear of an upcoming event. Fear is a reaction to an immediate threat. So being on the expedition uh, is more about suffering from fear. And, and out there, I'm always afraid. Um, but that fear is a good thing. It's going to keep me alive. It's going to keep me making the right decisions. So the anxiety is, is really bad leading up to it. Um, the first few days, I'm still sort of... There's a bit of residual um, effects from it. I struggle to eat when I'm suffering from anxiety, so generally the first few days of, of the expedition I, I can't eat too much, um, but then it, it passes and just have to deal with all the other challenges on the expedition. Well, I guess preparation is a big deal in the lead-up to the sort of expedition you're about to undertake. What do you have to do to prepare? Uh, the preparation for this trip is enormous. Um, because of the, the constant darkness uh, and the cold, batteries will only last half the time that they normally do and we can't charge things like solar panels like I could last year and things become really brittle and break in those temperatures. Um, and because no one's done this before, we can't look at what other people have used and done and, and have that as a guide. Um, but I've, I've been able to turn my anxiety into something beneficial uh, about once a week for the past couple of months, um, you know, I'll be lying in bed just losing the plot with anxiety and not being able to sleep and worrying about the, the myriad ways we'll be able to die. And I turn my light on and I address whatever facet of the expedition is causing me the most stress at that point. And I've come up with so many improvements to the planning of the trip through addressing what I'm anxious about. Uh, so even though the anxiety is, is definitely not a pleasant thing to go through, I've been able to turn it into a positive, and it could end up saving my life. John, when does your expedition begin? Uh, we head off on the 27th of December and start the expedition on the 7th of January. We'll have 10 days, 
in the city of Fairbanks packing food and just doing all the final preparations. And given that the first two weeks of your trip are going to be in the dark, no sunlight in the Arctic at that particular time of year, does that cause extra concerns? Massively, massively. I mean, if, if you think about it, if, if you drop something out of your pocket um, and walk a few metres away, you, you're no longer going to see it. Whereas if it's light, you know, you, you look back and you see, oh, I've just dropped that thing. Um, if the tent blows out of our hand when we're setting it up at night, um, you know, once it's more than 20 metres or so away, we're, we're probably not going to find it. Um, obviously, there's a lot of health um, things associated with, with not having that sunlight. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to add a huge challenge to this, and that's why no one has attempted this before. Two guys went to the North Pole in winter, but it's, you know, pretty much just following your compass north, whereas we actually are going to have to navigate through the mountains in the dark, uh, which is going to be a massive challenge. Well, John, there'll be a lot of people monitoring your progress through this expedition through the Arctic. Uh, how can people follow your progress and how, indeed, can people actually uh, make some donations towards Beyond Blue that you're supporting? I've got a public Facebook page, which is just called John Cantor. It's an athlete page. Uh, every day uh, we'll be sending a satellite phone message uh, and GPS tracking, which will get uh, posted onto that Facebook page. And my website is johncantor.com.au. Uh, there's a page on that website uh, on the Winter Traverse with a link of where people can go to donate to Beyond Blue. And there's also Beyond Blue's website on there. So I really encourage people to, to take a look um, and, and have a talk about it. I've, I've had some feedback lately about people that have heard my story and, and spoke about their uh, anxiety to friends and, and found out that their friends are suffering it too. But everyone was, you know, just too embarrassed to talk to people about it. Well, John, hopefully we'll be able to uh, do a follow-up when you've finished your expedition and hopefully home safely. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Thanks very much. And I'll point people to your personal website too at www.johncantor.com.au and there, of course, is a link there on your website too, Beyond Blue, for people to make a donation towards uh, the organisation that you're supporting. John, it's just great talking and uh, all the best for the expedition. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thanks very much. Send me warm thoughts next month. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.